Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to this week's rapid reaction here on the Giants Huddle podcast. The Giants went down to Dallas and fell to the Cowboys 28-20. to My name is Madeline Burke, joined today by two-time Super Bowl champion and former Giants linebacker Jonathan Casillas. JC, this is a tough loss for the Giants. Of course, they're 0-2 in the division now, both losses to the Dallas Cowboys. Not good. Not Especially good. heading into this stretch of all NFC East teams that they have to face. To the Commanders twice, the Eagles twice, other teams thrown in there, but that's the main thing we're talking about, the division, right? Mm-hmm. The Giants have to get out of this division. And how it's looking right now with the Commanders surging, this next week game is going to be a pivotal point for the season for sure. Absolutely. Before we get look ahead, we got to look at this one right now because this was a tale of two halves. Mm-hmm. The Giants were the first to score. Uh, they had a touchdown that was called back after a penalty settled for a field goal, go up 3 nothing. They go into the half up 13-7. to seven. Feeling good, having a lot of positive momentum. But then coming out of the half, Dallas goes on a long drive, uh, 7 minutes and 39 seconds off the clock, ending in a 15-yard Dalton Schultz touchdown, putting the Cowboys up 14-13. And it's just after that, the Giants couldn't find their rhythm. They go for it on fourth down on the ensuing drive. Ten players on the field. Saquon Barkley kind of fingertips a low pass, doesn't catch it. It, it just seemed to go downhill from there, JC. Yeah, you know, when you play games, every single game, there's momentum, right? There's the pendulum that swings back and forth. The The Cowboys took the momentum back by slowing it down, having a 14, 15-play drive, was it? 15-play? A 15-play drive. Yeah, 14-play, 75-yard drive. To start the second half, right? Yeah. And then the Giants, they wanted to get the momentum back. Right, like the first game of the season when they went for it late in the game. For, yeah, it was a ballsy play, right? but that's how you get the momentum on your side. And that's when the Giants failed to convert that. And we talked about it earlier on the show. Mm-hmm. Saquon, you're the guy. You got to make that catch. I don't care if Daniel Jones didn't throw you the best ball, best ball. Daniel Jones took full accountability for it. But Saquon, you're that guy. We all love you. He knows it too. He has to make that play. And that way... Everybody looks smart. Yeah. Everybody looks smart when you make the play. Yeah. You know, nobody looks dumb because 10 guys are on the field. Yeah. That's not good. When you talk about playing, like, you know, making plays and, right, calling fourth, going for it on fourth down in a bad situation on the field, execution is number one. And they didn't execute. 10 guys on the field is literally starting handicapped. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, but the fact that there were 10 guys on the field and that ball almost was caught by Saquon <laughs> Barkley, that says a lot right there. Um, and to your point, yeah, Saquon should have caught that ball. Daniel should have thrown a better ball. Both things can be true. Neither one were. And mm -hmm. the Giants turn it over on downs on their own 44. That results in yet another touchdown drive, another Dalton Schultz touchdown put in uh, Dallas up That's 21. That, that pendulum swinging. And that momentum, It right? stayed over there. It stayed. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Brian Dable was asked about, like, hey, why do you go for it on fourth down in your own territory right there at that field position? And he said, you know, it was important to do something to try to affect the momentum, especially coming off of that long Cowboys offensive drive. The Giants defense had just been on the field for nearly eight minutes. He wanted to show, I believe in this team. And sometimes it works, sometimes it pays off, and sometimes, as we saw there, it doesn't. Um, you know, Saquon Barkley talked about that as well. And, and Saquon, an uncharacteristically low performance from him as well. Just a couple of weeks ago, he was leading the league in scrimmage yards. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, 39 yards rushing, adding another... Uh, what is it? Four receiving, um, or, yeah. or thirteen? Sorry, thirteen receiving. Um, so it was really a low night. They really keyed in on Saquon Barkley and the Cowboys' defense, where the run defense is not their strength. They really locked down Saquon. And look, if if you're Kafka, right? You mm -hmm. you, knew, you design plays to number one. If they're going to stop your guy, then you send them on decoys. We talked about that, right? Yeah. They send them, he's a decoy. That means other guys have to step up. Sure. That's exactly what that means. Okay, Saquon's a decoy today. All right, cool. We're only going to give him a couple carries, right? We're not going to give too many. When I say a couple, it's not thirty-five, right? <laughs> right. He got you know double-digit carries, but it's not thirty-five. They yeah, he had under, eleven. Under twenty, he got he just barely broke ten. If you're not going to give him the ball, somebody has to step up. Not even somebody. People have to step up. I think Daniel Jones. Look, I don't think we're going to see an a uh, four uh, hundred yard, you know, come from behind type effort from Daniel Jones. I think because they don't have the roster to do it, especially the receivers. Slayton, I think he's a good player. I don't think he's a great receiver. I don't think he can make Daniel Jones better. I think Daniel Jones can make some of these guys better, but I don't think you can make guys that ain't really, you know, like they ain't really starting with a with a high ceiling to start with, you know what I mean? And no shade to none of these guys. Mm -hmm. But when you look at comparatively, the Dallas Cowboys receivers against the Giant receivers, it's not even close. Yeah. You know, CeeDee Lamb is going against Darnay Holmes, who played him very tough. Everybody played CeeDee Lamb tough. Mm -hmm. CeeDee Lamb had guys draped over him all game, made contested catches, and Gallup, too. Yeah. We, we, we didn't really speak at all about Gallup. Gallup also was making contested catches the entire game. The Giants don't really have guys like that can do that on a consistent basis. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
this. Right, right. And to your point, too, about running the ball, they had 21 rushing attempts against this Can't defense. Happen. That is That is low number. They weren't forcing the rock to Saquon. You should. They should have. Um, you know, the passing game, you know, they Daniel Jones sent it a couple of times, tried to air it out. We did see a 44-yard bomb that Daniel Jones hit uh, Darius Slayton at the one-yard line. A great throw, a great catch that translated one play later into a Saquon Barkley run y- one-yard rushing touchdown. Um, but as you said, too, there was not a play that was like, wow, this receiver is really owning it. This receiver is really standing out. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different guys who caught a pass today. It's kind of the storyline, the arc around this offense is that they're spreading the ball around. That's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. But like you need somebody to go to when it's a critical situation, when you're losing and it's a critical third down and you need to run the route with a guy. Daniel Jones is going to know where you'll be at and he's going to hit you right there. We don't have that guy. Slayton is there every now and again. But like going deep to Slayton once a game, not going to work. It's not going to work. It, it's, it hasn't really worked in weeks past, especially the last couple losses that the Giants have had. You need to stretch the ball down the field. You have to have safeties that are not driving on these routes, mm-hmm. linebackers that are not sitting at their spots. Linebackers only play five to six yards deep. That's not deep. That's not deep at all. But if you can stretch that field and you're hitting over routes, those linebackers get out that five or six yards a little bit quicker. And that opens up a Saquon check down every now and again. Uh, you know, a, a Myrick check down every now and again. Something underneath where some of these guys, like a Slayton two weeks ago, who caught a, uh, you know, a, a shallow pass right. and took it for a touchdown. That gives you opportunity to make plays. And because of that, because of the lack of deep threat, that's why everybody's just getting tackled right away and really don't have a chance to make any type of plays. Yeah, and I think one of the defining stats of this game, too, is third down, right? Mm-hmm. Third down, Dallas of seven for 11. Third down, the Giants were just three for 11, just not able to make those third down conversions. You have to convert the ball on third down. You know, you have to score in the red zone. You have to convert the ball on third down. And then one thing that we didn't speak about, even on the show, the post game show that we just did, Special teams. Yeah. We barely talked about this. We talked about this while we were watching yeah, we the game so much, too. You're right. Yeah. The hidden yardage, right? This is stuff people don't even know about hidden yardage, right? Yeah. Hidden yardage is where you kick a punt from the 40 or 50 yard line, right? You might even took a penalty to get position, right? right? To back it up, give yourself the a reason more room. why right. you're doing that so you can down the ball inside of the 10 yard line. Yeah. The Giants had, I think, I'm going to say two, two opportunities today to do it. But in weeks past, it's been one, at least one a game. Mm-hmm. They don't convert on. And I'm talking about kicking a ball and allowing the ball to go in the end zone. That's the number one. It's the punter and it's also the coverage unit. Right. It's a collective effort to get that down. Now, you take a ball that could have been downed on a one, which is the which first one that they had. Yes. They almost downed it on the one. Yeah. Now, we're talking about a Dallas Cowboys offense backed up. We saw what happened with the Buffalo Bills a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. What happened with against the Vikings? They fumbled them. Stuff can ha- bad things can happen when you're down there, but the Giants didn't do that. So where did they start from? The 20 yard line, right? 25 yard line, right? Because the ball was down at the one. The coverage unit gets back there, and I, I'm gonna forget which player it was, but one of the special teams McLeod. players. Maybe it was, uh, he was down there, yeah. and instead of batting the ball out of the end zone, accidentally batted it into yep. the end zone. And of course, but this is that is twenty four yards of hidden yardage. Yes, and that happens too consistently, and nobody really talks about it. But Madeline, you know me; yeah. I'm all about special teams. Oh yeah, and I pay attention to that stuff because that's why I made my living for about five or six years throughout my career. And 
When you talk about special teams units, the Giants, Richie James fumbling a few weeks ago, like the Giants have to do a better job on special teams because the hitting yardage is killing the Giants right now. Yeah. The, 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 the offense and the defense is not good enough to have the special teams be a non-factor or hurting them right. as much as they have. Right, too. And it's so easy, too, as a layman fan to just look at it and say, oh, the punter is not doing a good job because he's doing, you know, it's, it's, a it's a collective effort, effort. and there mm-hmm. are a lot of people, a lot of roles that are played in getting the ball and getting that position. One bright spot, though, I will say, is the Giants' only turnover was the turnover on downs. They didn't, act, they didn't fumble. They didn't have any, Daniel Jones didn't throw any interceptions. And defensively, the Giants had two, two interceptions. interceptions. Rodarius Williams, who... Last year, suffered a torn ACL on that very field in Dallas. Just came back to the active roster last week. Made his debut this season last week with the Giants. This week in Dallas has a pick on Dak Prescott. was great to see for him. Julian Love, also a big interception for him. Defensively, looking at the way that this team played, a shorthanded defense as well without a Dory Jackson, without Xavier McKinney, without some of the leaders, without Aziz Ojolari, some of the leaders on this defense. What do you make of the defensive performance? I think they played honorable. They, they had an honor, honorable game, an honorable effort to put forth. And then accountability at the end of the game as well with Julian Love and Darnay Holmes from some of the you know post-game interviews that we've seen. But they have to play better. Every single unit, special teams, offense, and defense has to play better. Dexter Lawrence, I don't think he we had four or five tackles this game. No quarterback pressures, no quarterback hits. He didn't threaten Dak Prescott at all today. And that's what you want to see from your best player. Dexter Lawrence right now is the Giants' best defensive player. And he basically was a... I don't want to call him a no-show because he still has some tackles, but he didn't do what he what we have been seeing in weeks past. Right, we I've didn't see the sexy Dexter dis- sack dance. Right, and yeah. we like to see it. We, we want like to see, to see yeah. Dexter Lawrence. We want to see the big we boy getting sexy it. with yes. it, you know? <laughs> but he, he torments yeah. interior linemen, center guard guard. I've watched him push back guys that weigh 320 pounds. Pearson, do you know how hard that is to do? <laughs> to push back a guy that's 320 pounds. Producer he, Pearson shaking his head he no. Does it, no, he does he not does know it how on hard a consistent that is. basis, and we really didn't see that from him today. So defensively, as a matter of fact, defensively and offensively, the guys have to play like the guys. Right. Dexter Lawrence, Saquon Barkley. And then if they're not, or if they're getting keyed in on, if he's getting double teamed, or Saquon's getting focused in on, other guys have to step up. That's basic football. That's it. That's basic sports. Sports. Mm-hmm. Sports. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Um, you know, I mean, Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, the two-headed monster right there. They had, you know, 169 rushing yards total for the Dallas Cowboys. But one thing that stood out to me, as you mentioned, Dexter Lawrence, a lot of those that were coming right up the middle, up the which middle. is uncharacteristic Ugh. for this Giants D-line. I'm curious if it's the short week. You know, that was an exhausting turnaround, right? That Sunday game at home against the Lions, just a couple of days. This team is banged up and injured and trying mm-hmm. to get back and ready to play on the road in Dallas. Luckily, they've got a long week now because they've got about a week and a half before they return home and host the Washington Commanders. Again, we mentioned this at the top of this segment right here, the, the division stretch. They've got the Commanders, then at uh, they've got the Commanders, then the Eagles, then the Commanders again. The next three games, these are important games for this Giants team, which now sits at 7-4 and four and steadily at third in the division. Yeah, this is a rough stretch. It started tonight. You, know, you can even say it started last week with the Lions, you know, uh, but you got divisional games coming up. All these game counters, too. Giants are 0-2 in the division. I mean, against one team, but it's the team from Texas. We don't really Aww. we don't really like them too much, guys. Aww. You know, we don't we don't <laughs> like that they've owned us for a few years now, for like a half a decade, Madeline. It's been a long time since we beat Dallas, right? Commanders, Taylor Heineke, he plays the Giants very well. For some reason, he plays up. I think he understands who he's playing against. You know, maybe not he's like looking like I'm against Daniel Jones. No, you're playing the New York football giants. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not as good as, you know, uh, uh, record as the Philadelphia Eagles right now, but it's still the big blue out of the out of New York, out of New Jersey, whatever you want to call it. But it's still the team. The organization has a lot of respect. The giants, they have a lot of respect. So when teams play the giants, that's why we talked about Dallas possibly being having a letdown game against the Giants. Not happening. Mm-hmm. The Giants organization is too strong. It's it's too, no, it, the history is too strong here. Nobody's going to let down against the Giants because they know the media is watching. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not having it. So Taylor Heineke, the A game has to step up for the, def, for the first of all, for the defensive line. Yes. Because I think the D line is what runs the Giants defense. I've seen a lot of great defensive back play especially stepping up in absence of Xavier McKinney. I think Julian Love, undrafted guy, I think he's been doing a tremendous job since he's been on the Giants, from special teams to being a safety to being a role player to being the starting signal caller for the New York football Giants. He's done a tremendous job, but we need other guys to step up. We need other guys to step up. When you're in there, Micah McFadden, you need you to make him plays, right? Uh, um, O'Shane Zimenez, you can't let people get outside of you. You know what I mean? Like everybody has to step up, especially when you got so many people that's down uh, on both sides of the ball. Yeah, this is an important stretch of the season. I know guys are banged up, guys are feeling it. You know how it goes at this point of the season. You're ready for that cold tub after these games. Absolutely. Um, but you know what? We'll see how the Giants continue to fare. The season rolls on, and we will be here every week with a rapid reaction on the Giants Huddle podcast, as well as Giants Post Game Live on MSG Networks and many more things. Uh, continue to stay tuned to the Giants Huddle podcast and all of the Giants podcasts anywhere you get your podcasts on popular podcast platforms. That's hard to say, popular podcast platforms. But you know what? I spit it it. out because I'm a broadcaster, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Two-time Super Bowl champion Jonathan Casillas joining me, Madeline Burke. Thanks for breaking this one down. Giants fall to the Cowboys 28-27-4 in the NFC East, but a lot of ball game left this season. We'll see you next week, folks. Peace. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. 
Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details.